0: Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James, and it's great to be here with you for episode number 112 of the podcast. I can't believe we've been going that long, but we have, and it just keeps seeming to uh, get better, at least in my opinion. We have some great guests every week, and this week is absolutely no exception to that. Many of you are probably familiar with the music of Ryan Stevenson, because you probably heard his music on the radio. He's a great artist. He's on Goatee Records, which is a label that a lot of you will be familiar with because of artists like toby mack some of you uh, will be fans from back in the day when toby mack was in dc talk and all the different ways that he has uh, inspired and pushed christian music through the years so uh, ryan stevenson is on goatee records and uh, was in springfield recently to do a concert and uh, a few weeks ago, I was contacted by the promoter of the concert, Jeff Pinkleton, uh, who actually is the director for the gathering uh, here in Springfield, the Miami Valley director, and he uh, he said, "Hey, we're trying to do sort of a, a secret concert after the main concert is over, like the next day, and wondered if you would want to come and be a part of it." So we kind of uh, schemed together a little bit uh, and went to the Depot Coffee House in Urbana, Ohio, for a special super secret Monday night concert that we didn't let any details out about until uh, 9 o'clock the night before. And as as was suspected, uh, pretty well packed out the place at the Depot Coffee House with this very special intimate concert with Ryan Stevenson, and I was able to open and do a few of my songs. So the podcast that we have for you today is not the typical podcast. Uh, it's actually recorded on location at the Depot Coffee House in Urbana, Ohio. Uh, if anybody lives Near Urbana, they should check it out. Great, great coffee, great people, wonderful atmosphere, great place for live music. Uh, so, I did a set before Ryan Stevenson came out, and then I was able to interview Ryan live uh, with an audience for the podcast. And then um, a special treat, which is really rare, which I think is something you can only find at this podcast Voices in My Head, uh, a Ryan Stevenson coffee house concert. I was able to record several of his songs. I'm not going to play the concert in its entirety, uh, but this is an exclusive for our podcast um, that we are the only ones that have this live concert recording, and we're going to be putting it out here with the Voices in My Head podcast this week. So uh, all that is to say, it's going to be a great show this week. So the podcast will start um, with a little bit of music by me, finishing up my set, and then we'll go into the interview with Ryan Stevenson, and then we will move on to ryan stevenson's concert it was a great night so if you didn't get to be there and and aren't able to uh, be in the urbana area for concerts like that take heart you can hear it here so thank you for listening to the voices in my head podcast we're going to have more guests in the coming days and uh, more great podcasts coming your way for this week enjoy some great music by ryan stevenson and his drummer jeff pruitt take care and god bless thank you for listening to voices in my head This is uh, the last song I'm going to do tonight before we uh, we come up for a little Q and A and then uh, get to actually hear from Ryan Stevenson tonight. Music wise, how many of you were at his concert last night? Yeah. Uh, Very good. Uh, This is another Psalm song. I didn't even realize every song I was doing was from the Book of Psalms tonight, but it is. So get over it, I guess, if you don't like Psalms. I don't know. Uh, But (laughs) this is one that. has meant a lot to me. This is probably my favorite one off of my new album. It's called More Than the Watchman Waits for the Morning. And it's written from Psalm 130. And uh, I'll just let the words speak for themselves. Thank you for for having me here tonight. My name is Rick Lee James. I have a table over there. If you guys would like to be subscribed to my email list, uh, my iPad is sitting there. Feel free to walk up. Um, No charge to be adding your name to the email list, I promise. But uh, if you'd like to know any more, There's a book I wrote actually with the same title as this song called "Out of the Depths" that goes right along with the album. Um, Ten different songs written from the Book of Psalms, and uh, so anyway, I'll stop talking. and play my song, and then we'll get right into here. Thanks so much for being such a great crowd tonight. (laughs) Amen. <laughs> to do one other song real fast, so I'm going to do that. Hey, just to let you know, I almost completely forgot about this. Um, That song that I just played this week is going to be played on 270 radio stations throughout the U.S. thanks to a little show called Under the Radar, and I'm just so grateful they uh, contacted me and said they're going to pick it up, so if you uh, listen to that show, Chris knows what I'm talking about. If you don't uh, have access to radio when it's on, they have a podcast, so uh, Yeah, I'm just excited about that. They've got a little feature video on this week, so check it out. I'm not like Ryan. I'm not used to having my songs played on the radio, so that's a a pretty exciting thing for me this week. Uh, Okay, one quick impromptu song they asked for. Um, This is a song about a church sign. All right, now what if you decided we wanted to get um, singers at our church to sing on Sunday, but in the night the wind blew and something changed on the sign, And it didn't say, Singers welcome anymore. And this is a funny song, so if you don't laugh, I'm going to be personally offended, okay? Well, we just got a sign at our church last month. We bought a marquee for announcements and such. choir needed singers, we thought it worked fine to rock singers welcome upon our side. One Saturday night the wind blew too hard and one of the letters flew off through the yard. Now who would have known all the trouble there'd be? We just wanted singers but we lost the G. Well, who let these sinners into my church? The place is just packed and it could not be worse. Now all of the deacons are mad as can be Cause we just wanted singers, but we lost the G. When our sweet sister Bertha just fell on the floor. She saw that biker gang walk through the door. And Melvin and Martha's poor hearts skipped a beat when they saw those hippies sitting down in their seats. And Bob got a chill from his head to his toes when he saw that man with the ring in his nose. And I can't believe. My very own eyes There's women in blue jeans And men without ties Well who let these sinners in my church The place is just packed It could not be worse Now all of the deacons Are mad as can be we just wanted singers But we lost the G He just went insane He says it's a miracle All of them came But he's talking all crazy He must not be well He says it's revival But we say it's hell Well, who let these sinners Into my church? The place is just packed And it could not be worse All of the deacons are mad as can be Cause we just wanted singers But we lost the G Okay, well as you heard, it's my privilege to be able to interview Ryan real quick We're going to have a quick Q&A time This is going to be on the Voices in My Head podcast You can find it on iTunes you can go to our website at rickleyjames.com. You can find links there, too. And uh, we have had a lot of great artists through the years on the show. And uh, tonight is going to be no exception. You're going to hear some awesome music from Ryan Stevenson tonight. Go to your records artist. And so uh, who has the first question? We want to do a Q&A time real quick. I see a hand right in the back right there. Who has a question for Ryan. <laughs> did you have a question, or did you just want to raise your hand? Oh, I, you're doing really good at raising your hand. you have a question? Okay, well, let me, let me start with a question. We'll Tell everybody quickly, Ryan, where you're from. I am from
2: Boise, Idaho. All right. Is
0: What's in Boise? Boise,
2: or Boise? Well, I say Boise, and I always catch a lot of flack for it because every, all the locals out there say Boise. But I was born and raised in Oregon, so I kind of get away with, say, Boise. But uh, They always say Boise, there's a lot of potatoes. I've lived there for 10 years and I've never seen a potato. <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen a lot of onions, I've seen a lot of sugar beets. Boise is, a, is an amazing place for, if you want to get outdoors, it's kind of a metropolitan scaled back city vibe. And two minutes out of the city, you're in the mountains and in the lakes and
0: uh, you can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, now let me let me ask you this while waiting on some other questions. If you open for a lot of really great, really big artists. I was looking at your Facebook page the other day and I think you put a picture an old picture graphic when you were opening for Switchfoot, was it? Yeah, okay. So you've got all kinds of people. Toby Max, Switchfoot, you name it. Who is one of your favorite shows you've ever opened for? And it may or may not be a big name man. Sometimes the best shows are unknown people, sometimes you just have a great time with it. But is there anybody that comes to mind as somebody you can join? Um, Yeah, I
2: think, I mean, I was recently just on tour with Toby, and the cool thing about that was, um, you know, it, it was his band, DC Talk, that was really instrumental in kind of inspiring me as a young kid. I grew up on their music, and just, to, you know, all these years later to be able to go out and, you know, be on the road with Toby back, and founder of DC Talk and, and being a part of his show. And, We played at this one place in Portland, Oregon called the Memorial Coliseum. And it's this huge arena and it was just packed. And the last time I was in that arena was when I was a kid and I watched DC Talk play there on the Jesus Freak Tour. I don't know if anybody remembers (laughs) Jesus Freak. But uh, the next time I was in that arena was just a few months ago actually opening up for him. So that was just a really cool moment for me. That's fantastic.
0: That's a great one, yeah. Uh, So, let me see, are there any questions in here that you would like to ask, Brian? Anyone? Oh, right front row. Okay, yes. Why is your Cincinnati Reds hat green? I'm I'm
2: really bad colorblind, so I went into a hat store. I think it was in Cincinnati. And, well, where's the underground? Cincinnati. So, we played at this little club called the Underground in Cincinnati. We had some off time, so I went into a hat store. And I found I was gonna ask you guys. You guys like my Ohio hat? <laughs> huh? yeah. Woo. All right. I don't know why. I just like the color. I can't see colors at all. So um,
0: this color was really easy on you know, my eyes. He <laughs> <laughs> just reminded me of that episode of The Office where Michael Scott. It was, it was a race episode, and he said, "I don't see color. I can't tell <laughs> what it it's so, so." Maybe that's you. <laughs> Uh, what else? Any other questions tonight before we get going with some of Ryan's music this evening? Anything you always wanted to ask somebody that's on a big record label?
2: That's how you know you're not on a big record
0: label. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Tell us real quick, and I'll just make sure everybody hears this. Tell us real fast, if you would, what's the best way for them to find you online? Because that seems to be, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all these different places. What's, what's your favorite way to be communicated? Um, Facebook and Twitter, all that stuff
2: is super easy. My my website, you know, I think some of those other things are can be kind of fickle. Some of them come and go, Instagram, all that. But my website, is, it has you know, the tabs for every one of those, and that's the one that will pretty much never go away. It's just RyanStevensonMusic.com. And um, when you go there, you can find a Facebook tab, Instagram tab, a Twitter tab, and on Twitter, it's just, Twitter and Instagram is just the same, at Ryan's Music, Ryan
0: S. Music. All right. Well, you guys have, uh, have heard some great stories already tonight, and it's a very rare treat, I think, for all of us here, because uh, he's already said he plays in big coliseums and other places like that. So, how often do you get a chance to come into a little venue like this and get to kind of just have a private little show with Ryan Stevenson? So, I'm very excited tonight uh, to be able to have uh, Ryan here to play. Jeff coming here and going to play some drums with him tonight. Um, and last night they played in Springfield, had a great show. Tonight we're in Amanda, Ohio at the Depot. We want to say thank you to the Depot Coffee House for having us. Let's give a really big Springfield slash Urbana welcome to Ryan Skins.
2: Thanks, everybody. Can you hear me all right? Can you hear the guitar okay? Can you guys give it up one more time for my friend Rick James? Yeah, I love something like that today, That's why you have to put Rick Lee James in on iTunes. <laughs> or
0: the other
2: day. You mean if we type in Rick James, you won't come up? <laughs> it'll,
0: it'll, it'll have me with a wig on and a really good tan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> check, check.
2: song always just really encourages me that, you know, sometimes in, in the swing of life, we always feel like we need to have all the answers. We need to know where we're going. We need to have everything figured out. And the older I get and the more I just grow and the Lord, I realize that we don't need that. And we don't need to know where we're going to go as long as we know that he's leaving us. And I find a lot of peace just living that way. And I hope it encourages you to do the same. value, but I feel, I've been all over the world, and this, by far, to me, is hands down, 100%, no question, the coolest coffee shop I've, I've been in, in the United States.
1: <laughs> for sure.
2: So, thank you for letting us be here this evening, and uh, it's just been such a blessing getting able to hang out in Ohio. I've learned all kinds of things about... Ohio State fans, and uh, is it true that Ohio State, like, I've had people see my Facebook that don't live here, that are, like, rabid Ohio State fans, they're like, man, do you realize that you're in the promised land? Like, do you
1: realize where you are? man? like,
2: what are you talking about? They're like, Ohio State!
1: Like, wow,
2: I had no idea. So, is it true that you either love them or you hate them? So there's no, like, you kind of like Ohio State. It's either they're your team or they're not. Does anybody just not care? I care. some songs for a new record coming up here really soon and i uh, just going to play a couple of those songs for you and, and just try them out in front of a few people if that's alright. Um, this first one that I wanted to, to show you guys is, uh, I told the story last night, but for the, the last two or three years, every single night, almost, at least four or five times a week, something keeps waking me up in the middle of the night it's a voice that i hear and it just it's like right and i wake up and it's always 2:22 in the morning every single night and i went and at first it was really really scaring me i thought i was losing it a little bit i thought i was going crazy and it just kept happening and happening and the more i just you know i just sat with that and i prayed about it and i started reading this story in the old testament the book of samuel samuel was this kid that live with the prophet, and uh, he kept getting woken up every single night by a voice that he heard waking him up, hearing his name, and uh, he saw all kinds of counsel on it, and the guy said, the prophet said, hey, it's not anybody calling you, it's the Lord saying your name, so the next time that happens, don't, you know, don't come in here, just rise up and say, here I am, Lord, your, your servant is listening, and that's just kind of what I started doing and just, you know, every single time that happens, now I just kinda sit up and, and just tell him, here I am, I'm listening, I'm ready, I'm ready to hear what you wanna say. And uh, that's where this song comes from. Just a simple little pop song.
1: Do the whoa, whoa.
2: DC Talk. I don't know if anybody remembers DC Talk, but those guys were really just uh <laughs> Don't hear some DC talk going on back there?
1: Yeah.
2: This is Ryan Stevens.
1: <laughs> thank you for thank you for the post today. <laughs>
2: I spent all day with a radio station today and they have no idea who I am. <laughs> you. Anyway. Anyhow, um, DC Talk was a band founded by this dude named Toby Mack, and uh, I grew up on their music. This last year, to make a long story short, I was going through a really, really crazy time. Um, I had watched my home church back in Idaho split. I've never been through, I've never been a part of a church split before, I've never seen it happen. I saw this thing happen before my eyes, and man, it was just devastating. I saw just relationships fall apart, families fall apart, you know, friends and, and everybody who had been a part of people, each other's lives for years, it was just, like, divided, and it was horrible. And it was all going on because of words, because of things that people were saying, because of gossip, and, and just things that were coming out of people's mouths. There was There was literally nothing physical going on. There was nothing real. Even happening, it was just all because of things that people said, and that really showed me in that moment how it was like the Lord just used that time to show me. Now, now do you see how powerful your words can be? That that you can, as as Proverbs 18 says, with your words you can speak life or you can speak death. And man, just coming out of that season, it just really lit me up with a passion to just not even. Not even say anything out of my mouth that is not gonna edify somebody, that's not gonna build somebody up, that's not gonna encourage. And there's so much negative around, there's so many horrible, nasty things we can say, and it's so easy to be negative, and it's so easy to say something flippant, you know, off your tongue that but you can never take that back. And when you say those things out into the atmosphere, there's a response. And and I just wanted to encourage us all tonight, man if we want to see truly a change in, in our communities, if we want to see just a revival happen, I really believe that it starts first and foremost in our own heart. We're the only ones that can control that by controlling what comes out of our mouth. And you know, the, the book of James talks so much about the untamable tongue, right? And, and what our words can do, and they're so much more powerful than we can imagine. And I've seen lives changed just because of a word because of one thing. You never know what somebody's going through when you encounter them. You know, as Toby would say, Toby kind of wrote his part of this song from a Brennan Manning quote that that says, in every encounter, we either give life or we drain it. There's no neutral exchange. And I promise you, when we encounter people all around us, it's not a neutral thing that's happening between us. There's, There's either life being given or life being drained. And so, really, just guard your mouth. Watch what's coming out of your mouth and watch what you're saying to people because I promise you'll see a huge, huge change if you just speak life to them and watch their lives change in front of you. And that's where kind of a funny thing. I was at a, I was, you guys know what a choir of the fire is? I was at an choir of the fire playing there. I played speak life in an acquire of the fire a couple weeks back. <laughs> this lady comes up to my table. It's in Florida. It was in Florida, so I hope she's not here. Um, and she goes, Did you write Speak Life? I thought that was a Toby Matt song. I said, Well, it is a Toby Matt song. Toby it's on Toby's record and he recorded it, he wrote some of it, I wrote I wrote it too. She's like, Oh, is it true that you wrote that about a dog? Like, like a dog? And she's like, and she was dead serious. She goes, Yeah, you know, I heard at a radio station that that you guys wrote that song about a dog named Life. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, you know, Speak Life, Speak Life. And I just looked at her for a sec. I thought like there was a camera around that I was being called or something. She was really serious that we wrote Speak Life about a dog named Life. So it's not about a dog. It's <laughs> a great story. Anyhow, that just totally ruined the moment. Here's Speak Life.
1: Oh, whoa, oh, 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 You guys know what's singing with oh, whoa, oh, 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 Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right,
2: the wrong, everything in between. And it's crazy, amazing. We can turn a heart through the words we say. Mountains
1: crumble with every syllable. Hope can live. Sun gets twisted. Other days, my thoughts just fall apart. I do, I don't, I will, I won't. It's like I'm drowning (laughs) in. I'm Oh, can you feel it, can I'm in the air tonight? Yeah, oh, we've been waiting for this moment all our lives. Yeah, I feel like I'm surrounded on every side. and I can
2: the 10 Um, I'm going to share just a quick song but before I do that I I really want I want everybody to know the meaning behind this song in particular and uh, when this song went out to radio about a year ago it was almost like this immediate thing happened where people just started responding to me from all over the country and all over the world just saying oh my gosh like I thought I was alone I thought I was the only one that felt that way man that just gives me so much encouragement and it it just gives gives me gives me the hope and the desire to just keep pushing it and just to keep saying things and to keep sharing testimony I wanted to say that to you guys sitting here tonight the most powerful thing that I believe that every single one of us can do is to share your testimony to share your story to share your experiences with people man that's what makes you powerful your stories and your experiences is really what really what makes you unique and and when you share those things and you're willing to be vulnerable and open in front of other people what you start seeing is that people around you who might feel scared or intimidated or you know they're bound up with bondage When you start sharing your stuff and you start being open around people, you start to see this revival. You start to see this fire trickle out from around you because all of a sudden, there's no isolation. There's no more fear. People start realizing really quick that, hey, you know what? We're not alone. And I feel like we're all coming into a time right now where all we're going to have is the body of Christ is each other. We're really going to have to stand with one another we have to stand with one another. We, we need to be able to handle each other's junk. And we're all just people. And I wrote this song, man, just going through a time. I just I was begging and pleading with the Lord to just come and be real in my life. You know, I'm born and raised in the church forever. But I feel like when I got into my 30s, turned 30 years old, and I feel like I still didn't know, really know this God that I always talk about and I always sing about. And I asked him, Lord Jesus, whatever it's going to take, for you to come and just activate my faith and just become so real to me, please just do that. I don't care what it looks like. And it was almost this immediate thing that started happening and to make a long story short, I feel like everything in the short window of time, you know, I lost my mom, I lost my twins, I lost my record company, I lost, 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 lost. Like all these things were just being stripped away from me. I I literally could not handle it anymore. I got to a point where I was just so heavy. I was so dark. I was literally giving up on life. And it was in that moment where I was kind of just shaking my fists at the Lord and just so mad at Him and screaming at Him and just telling Him, I don't even I don't even believe in you anymore. I don't even believe that you're good. I don't believe that you have a plan. I don't trust you. All those things when I was shaking my fists at Him, this still small voice came over me during that moment when I just literally had nothing left and I just gave up, I checked out of life completely. And it was this presence and this peace that just came over me. It was like, Ryan, I know, I see you. I know you're going through a fire. I know you're in the middle of a storm right now. But if tomorrow you get up and you don't have anything in your life, all you have is me, your Savior, your Lord. Am I enough for you? Can you say that? And I couldn't. I was so convicted, and I remember right then and there, I was sitting in Houston, Texas, when that happened. And I just said these words Jesus, I'm so sorry. I don't want anything coming in between you and me. It doesn't matter what I have to go through here. I'm not going to hold anything back from you anymore. I'm not going to hold on to my prized possessions, my dreams, all these things. I'm not going to hold on to my family or any my identity or things that I find security in. God, everything is yours anyways, and as the Bible says, we are but a vapor. We're here one day, we're gone the next. And I I share that just to encourage us all tonight as we sit here in this little coffee shop. I don't know where I don't know where you're from. I don't know what's going on in your homes. I don't know what's going on in your your marriages, your relationships, your family life, your school, but I do know that we're all just people and that we all go through it and that things happen. But I feel like we're in a time right now where God is truly just drawing a line and saying, please, just be with me. Have nothing in between us. There's no more gray area. It's it's so it's such time for revival. And I feel like the only way to do that, I heard a pastor say not long ago, revival, all the great moves of God are always first and foremost preceded by repentance and confession. And I just know that to be so true. And I I pray that we can all just get that place in our heart where we just tell him, Jesus, I don't want anything coming in between us. It doesn't matter what we have to go through here on this earth. We're not holding back from you. you can have all every ounce of me tonight, all my heart, my desires, my dreams, my fear, my insecurity, my sin, the way I keep making the same mistakes, everything about me, you know it anyways. I'm not living in some performance-based relationship with you. You know me intimately. You knew this was going to happen when you formed me in my mother's womb. And that just gives me so much hope. And I feel like there's power in just saying his name over your life. And just saying, Jesus, I don't want anything coming in between us. Making that a declaration. And that's what this song is called. It's been taking a beating, it's starting to fall apart. I feel like such an easy target, dodge dodging bullets, I'm exhausted, how can every moment be this hard?
1: I'm holding nothing back from you, it doesn't really matter what I lose, I got a heart.